0: It was the second day of the custody suit in which Bill Meade was attempting to gain custody of the baby boy he believed to be his own son. A few minutes earlier, Kit Calvert, who had been testifying in her own defense, had appeared to break down. There is a buzz of sympathy from the courtroom spectators as Kit's attorney, George Farnsworth, tries to comfort her. Meanwhile, in another part of the room, Aunt Mary is seated between her niece Peggy and Lily Devon, the young entertainer from Chicago, who has recently moved to Wakefield. Now, Lily leans toward Aunt Mary and says...
2: Do you think Mr. McClip will cross-question, Kit? I don't know, Lily. Perhaps. Well, she certainly puts on an act of being an innocent, downtrodden victim, doesn't she? If the person didn't know Betty, You would think she'd been terribly abused. Hey, all that stuff she's been saying isn't so, is it? About the child being all she has in life and so on? He doesn't look like the maternal type to me. Of course she's not. She just wants to keep the baby despite Bill." Looks like a build-up, Peggy, from all the things I've heard.
3: I'm afraid Kit hasn't been entirely truthful in her testimony.
2: She certainly hasn't, Aunt Mary. That's funny, the picture you build up of a person you've never met, but you've heard a lot about.
3: Oh, that's right, Lily. You never have met Kit.
2: No, I've heard a lot about her, though. And she's quite a bit like I expected she'd be. I was pretty sure I wouldn't like her. You know, from the things Peggy's told me. Then, of course, Lisa? Lisa? What do you mean, Lily? What did Lisa... Oh, you know how Lisa is, Aunt Mary. She doesn't like to say anything mean about people, but uh, I could tell she didn't like Kit. You mean Lisa knows Kit? Why, sure. She does? Oh, she doesn't like to talk about her, though. Lisa always acts kind of funny when Kit's name comes up. I figure she must have crossed swords with Kit somewhere along the line. Well, what's the matter, Aunt Mary? You look surprised. Well, I am somewhat... About Kit and Lisa? Oh, but I thought you knew it. I mean, about Lisa's having met Kit in California. What?
3: No. No, I didn't know,
2: Lily. Well, it's very interesting. In California. Sure. Oh, well, it seems they ran across each other out on the coast before Kit had this baby all the rumpuses about. I see. And then Lisa came to Wakefield. Say, that's right. But she didn't come to see Kit, did she? I don't know, Lily. I wonder. Oh, well, Bill's lawyer's getting up. I guess he's going to question Kit after all. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I do hope he can make her tell the truth. I hope so too, sugar. But it won't be easy. She sure looks like a tricky customer to me. Miss McKillop,
1: do you wish to question the witness? I certainly do. <clears throat> Miss Calvert. I have a few questions to ask you. That is, if you've quite uh, recovered yourself.
4: Thank you. I'm quite all right.
1: Good. Now, as you know, our purpose in this court is to get at the truth. A number of conflicting statements have been made by the witnesses. And it appears, Miss Calvert, that you may be in a position to put us right as to the actual facts. Now, every one of the witnesses who have testified has given his oath to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. You took that oath yourself when you took the stand this afternoon, did you not?
4: Certainly I did.
1: I simply wish to remind you of the fact.
4: I assure you, Mr. MacKillop, it isn't necessary. I'm quite aware of the rule of the court.
1: Very well, then. Now, in regard to the night you returned home from California with your child, it's high time we found out what actually did occur in the night in question, since this is pertinent to the question we have to decide, the best interests of your child. You returned from the station, that is, you went directly to your father's home on 11th Street when you arrived in Wakefield, is that correct?
4: Yes, of course.
1: Wouldn't it have been more logical for you to have returned to the home of your husband?
4: Logical? I'm afraid I don't follow you.
1: When a wife returns home with an infant, after a long separation, it seems only right and proper that she would uh, go to her own home, not her father's home. But you did not do so, Miss Calvert. What was your reason?
4: Because my father just naturally drove to 11th Street. He had an apartment ready for me, and he assumed I was to stay there with him. With my child. I see.
1: Your father Ben Calvert assumed that you would do as he desired. But what about your uh, husband? Did your father assume that Mr. Mead would stay there too?
4: Yes, I suppose so.
1: Now we're arriving at the facts upon which the entire case rests. It is your father's wishes in regard to the child which appear
3: to have been the dominant part. It's odd Lisa never mentioned to me that she'd known Kit in California. All that time she stayed with us out at the farm. She never said a word about it. Now I think of it, I seem to remember mentioning Kit once. And Lisa's acting rather strange, as if she wanted to avoid it. Hmm. There's something very peculiar about Lisa's having known Kit. What can the connection
1: When your husband
4: asked you to
1: go to his home with him, the home he provided you refused?
4: If I did, I had a good reason to by that time.
1: Answer the question, if you please. Did you refuse? Yes, but I... And isn't it also true that during the period of your separation from him, prior to your divorce, you refused to allow your husband his rightful privilege of visiting his son in your father's home?
4: Perhaps I did. I had my reasons.
1: What were those reasons, Miss Calvin? Wasn't it because your father had refused to allow your husband, the baby's father, access to his home? Had denied him the privilege of visiting his baby son? And the reason he did so was because your father, Ben Calvert, even then, before your divorce from Bill Mead was granted, was determined to gain exclusive possession of his grandson for his own reasons. And you exceeded your father's demands. Refused your husband the privilege of visiting his son, the baby whose care you turned over to a hired nurse.
3: I'm sure of it now. That must be the reason Lisa came to Wakefield, to see Kit. But why?
1: Why? I believe you have heard the testimony given by your child's former governess, Miss Louise Thorndyke.
4: Yes, I heard what Thorndyke had to say, and there wasn't a word of truth in it.
1: And yet, Miss Louise Thorndyke bore out the testimony of your own uncle, Mr. David Woolman the brother of your deceased mother. Isn't it remarkable that two people who hardly know each other, if indeed they ever met, should have made such similar statements?
4: I... I don't know what you're talking about. In any case, Mr. McKillop, there is such a thing as bribery, you know.
1: I might understand that you accuse your own uncle. I
4: didn't say that.
1: I'd like to remind you, Miss Calvert, that there is such a thing as libel. It might be wise for you to remember the fact
4: I know it perfectly well. And I wish you'd stop bullying me. A two-bit lawyer and a...
1: A witness will limit her remarks to answering the questions put to her.
4: Oh, all right.
1: Miss Calvert, the remarks I referred to, the identical statements made by your uncle and Miss Thorndike, referred to you in relation to your son. I'll repeat them here for your benefit. You were quoted as saying on several separate occasions that you wished you'd never had the child. Is that correct?
4: Certainly it's correct.
1: admit it. You regretted having the child whose custody you are now fighting to retain.
4: What woman hasn't said such a thing at one time or another? Of course I admit I said it. I said it because I was miserable. Because the child symbolized the break between my husband and myself. I said it because it was so obvious that my husband had no interest in his son whatsoever.
3: Order you well, drove over from Wakefield, didn't you? Why, yes, Aunt Mary, why? Then would you mind driving Peggy home? Uh, you Should say I your husband
1: had no interest me? in your child.
2: But why? Yeah. I can just as well go home you with you. No, dear.
3: You see, there's something yes. I have to do.
2: Well, what so is
1: it, Aunt
4: home. Oh, where are you
3: going? I can't explain now, Peggy. Peggy. There isn't time.
1: Until you could make some arrangements.
4: Yes.
1: Well then, Miss Calvert, this home that your husband provided for you and your son was sufficient for your needs before you went to California.
0: Aunt Mary Lane hurried from the courtroom, a determined expression on her face. Peggy and Lily Devon looked after her, puzzled. I wonder, Aunt Mary, have you the link now, the key to the connection between Lisa Fenner and Kit Calvert? Have you realized that the child over whom the custody suit rages is not Kit's child?